Remember the days when misbehavior like fighting with schoolmates and skipping class and using offensive language would land a kid in the principal's office or maybe lead to suspension? Well, across Illinois, students deemed unruly, they're paying a heftier price. Fines into the hundreds of dollars. An investigation by the Chicago Tribune and ProPublica found police officers, and not the schools, are issuing tickets as a form of discipline, which many families are struggling to pay. Joining us now are the two reporters on the story. Jennifer Smith-Richards is with the Chicago Tribune. Hey, Jennifer. Hi, thanks for having us. And Jody Cohen is a ProPublica reporter. Welcome to Reset, Jody. Thank you. Now, some of the details of this investigation for me were quite shocking to read. Can you, Jennifer, give us some examples of behaviors that students are being ticketed for? Sure. I mean, it's, it's the type of behavior that you imagine a teenager might uh, might have at school. So things like um, having a tobacco vape on campus or getting into a fight um, in the cafeteria or, you know, even being profane or littering. Um, you know, just sort of typical adolescent behaviors that you imagine in a school are resulting not just in suspension or detention, um, like like we remember from when we were in school, but also in a ticket from police. Yeah. Why are they doing this? Why are schools turning to the police to find kids as a form of discipline? Because, again, as I mentioned, this is something that you would normally go to the principal's office for. Right. And and that's still happening um, you still are receiving, if you're, if you're a student in schools, you're still receiving school-level discipline. But there are police in schools now who, um, who are, you know, are present, and schools are going to those officers and, and saying, um, we observe this behavior, such as, you know, finding a vape. And, and the police then are enforcing whatever the local municipal ordinance is um, in, the, in the schools. So, they have an opportunity to see um, potentially a local law being broken and then to act on that. Jody, how many tickets are being handed out every school year? Is there a, a tracking system of some sort in place for this? There is absolutely no tracking system except the one that we created for this investigation. But there is no authority that tracks the issuing of citations to students at school. So what we did was we looked at nearly 200 school districts, either high school districts or K-12 districts, and asked for records from either the school or the district or the police department in that municipality. And we're able to create a database that has the number of tickets and the reasons the tickets were issued at those schools. We found ticketing in 141 of the nearly 200 districts that we looked at. And we did create a database that people can use online and look up their school or district and see whether police have issued tickets during the last three school years. But there are no federal or state officials who have tracked um, ticketing of students. And you found uh, 11,800 tickets were issued in recent years. Is that right? Yes, that's the number that we were able to identify through the records. So it doesn't mean that's all the tickets that were issued. Those, that's the number that we were able to identify. And Jody, why were no students at the Chicago Public Schools ticketed? Because in the Chicago Public Schools Code of Conduct, it says that police should not get involved in minor um, behaviors. And we could find no tickets issued to students 
um, in city records. And we spoke with the school district and the Chicago Police Department. And the Chicago Police Department said, we're not in the business of fining students. We'll get involved if there's something serious, if there's a weapon, if there's a fight with injuries, if there's you know a complainant. But we're not issuing citations to students at school. Interesting. And Jennifer, your investigation also looked into the race of the students who were ticketed. What did you find there? Right. So this was a very tricky thing to investigate um, because many police departments don't track the race of people they ticket. Um, So that that held true for students who were ticketed as well. Um, But we were able to to collect the race in some cases and were able to see um, in enough tickets that black students were disproportionately ticketed in many districts across the state. And we actually have a, a story that's going to going to come out and go into that a little more deeply and explore what that really means and to what mm-hmm. extent we found that. Interesting. How much money are we talking about here overall, Jennifer? Like how hefty are the costs of these individual tickets? Yeah, so state law sets um, a maximum amount of $750 for municipal ordinance violations. So every ticket isn't 750 but we did find tickets regularly um, costing you know hundreds of dollars. So we're talking about four hundred dollars um, for getting into a fight at school. Um, you know, you get charged with disorderly conduct, and and the minimum in a in a community might be four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and in addition to that fine, you will see um, kind of the equivalent of court costs um, at the local level. So there will be um, fees attached, like administrative fees just simply for going to the hearing. And those can go up to $150. Goodness. I'm trying to picture my kid coming home with, you know, $150 ticket, $250, $750 ticket. How are parents responding to this? Parents, we we encountered dozens and dozens of families um, in our reporting over the past year. And most certainly parents are angry. Um, We we encountered lots of, of parents who just didn't understand why if their child was you know, given detention or suspended already, what was the need for this additional financial penalty? Um, we encountered lots and lots of families struggling um, to make payments on fines. You know, they the fines get into the hundreds of dollars. That's a lot of money. Um, right. So we found we found people entering into payment plans and then struggling to even make small payments. Um, ultimately, you know, failure to pay can result in collections for for these kids. Either collections. Um, of the student the student debt directly yeah. or um, collections from parents. Jody, weigh in here. And, and I, I hear Jennifer said that there's a, a payment plan. Is that right? For, for low-income yeah. folks? There are. And we saw students signing payment plans and payment plans that came with warnings. 12-year-olds signing payment plans oh that said, goodness. if you do not pay, yes, if you do not pay this, we could place a lien on your home. Your wages could be garnished. Your driver's license could be suspended. They're signing these plea agreements that come with um, and payment agreements that are really meant for adults. In fact, this whole system is meant for adults. But now we have children in this system of adjudication for municipal ordinances. And we did see with these payment plans, if families can't pay, like Jennifer said, some are sent to collections through a private collections company. But some municipalities also use a program through the state comptroller's office, the local debt recovery program, which is something that municipalities can turn to 
to try to collect debt um, for fines, for municipal fines. And some municipalities are sending unpaid debt from student tickets to the state comptroller's office and parents' um, wages are being garnished and tax refunds are being taken in order to pay the municipalities the, the debt owed from student tickets. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We are talking with Chicago Tribune reporter Jennifer Smith-Richards and ProPublica reporter Jody Cohen. They collaborated on a story, a shocking story, about how many Illinois students are facing costly fines for minor misbehavior at school. Um, Jody, walk us a bit more through the process that each student has gone through. Like you mentioned the 12-year-old, I believe that's Cameron in your story. Tell us more. What happened in that case? So Cameron is a middle school student in East Peoria, and he was in the cafeteria, and he got into a shoving match with his friend, um, who he's still friends with, by the way. The friend had brought an um, an iced tea to school, like a Lipton iced tea that he had promised Cameron and then wasn't giving it to Cameron, and Cameron got upset and shoved his classmate, and he ended up getting a ticket for violating East Peoria's uh, municipal code for assault, battery, and a fray. Which, and which you write, which you write, Cameron didn't even know what that meant. Right, he was like, I don't, I don't know what this like, what's is. What's assault, and, battery, and a fray? Yeah, right. And there you have him meeting with this prosecutor in this courthouse in Tazewell County, and he's signing all these documents. This, 12-year-old um, who doesn't know what really any of this means. Oh and he ended up with a $250 um, fine and fee that his family is required to pay. Jennifer, does uh, do these tickets affect their, their ability to graduate? Is that one of the consequences? So this is less about, um, because this is such a municipal, um, you know, punishment, you, you don't really see um, this affects your ability to graduate. But that doesn't mean that there aren't long-term consequences for kids. For example, there, there are kids who, you know, leave high school and um, may barely remember the ticket that they were issued um, for getting into a fight when they were 15. Right. But when they turn 18, the, um, their community may send them to collections. And so they're, they're kind of starting out um, post-graduation with, with debt already, um, that was that was something that they um, acquired from school. So there, there certainly are long-term um, implications. You know, these these types of proceedings um, and the tickets themselves create records for students. Jen- and while it's not a criminal record, it, it does create like this paper trail um, of of the student's experience. Yeah, Jennifer, talk more about the state law that prohibits schools from finding students. And uh, you you write about a second law that uh, prohibits schools from notifying police when students are skipping class, which obviously schools aren't complying with that. Exactly. So so there was a a big overhaul of student discipline in Illinois back in 2015. The idea was to, um, you know, keep kids in school and and have less punitive um, measures of discipline, such as, you know, suspension or expulsion. And as part of that law, um, the, the state decided you schools should not be able to find students for disciplinary reasons. What, what's happening here is that the schools are not directly finding the students, but they are notifying the police of a possible infraction 
and then the police are stepping in and doing that. Um, and to your point, yeah, there's a very specific law that deals with truancy that says schools may not refer a child who's truant to some other government agency, such as the police, um, for the purpose of a fine. Um, that law went into effect on January 1st, 2019, and we found, um, you know, at least 40 school districts that were where this practice had continued even after that law went into effect. Mm-hmm. I had to ask because I know people are listening right now thinking, is this legal? Right, and that's that's a great question. Um, the the state superintendent sent out a, a letter um, to to superintendents and principals and, and stakeholders last night that called this a loophole in the law. Um, so it, is it legal? I mean, I think that's certainly a discussion wow. that people are having right now. My goodness. Um, Jody, what do state lawmakers have to say about this? So, so far, um, right now, as Jennifer mentioned, the state superintendent sent out a very, very strongly worded letter last night saying, basically, stop it, cut it out. I urge you to not be doing this. Do not turn your students over to police in order to get ticketed. There's no benefit to them. It actually is harmful to them. It doesn't change their behavior. There's no evidence tickets change behavior. And parents can't pay. Um, As for the lawmakers, we spoke to several of them before the story published yesterday, um, lawmakers, including, uh, you know, the Speaker of the House, who were involved in the school discipline overhaul legislation in 2015, who sponsored that legislation. And they are taking a look at this now. And thinking thinking about whether they need to close um, what Superintendent Ayala says is a loophole, um, but really taking a look at what else they might do. So I think we're, you know, we'll see about that. So it sounds like folks might be, might be rethinking this way of disciplining students. Yes. And now that, you know, that letter just went out last night and we're going to definitely be following up to see what school officials in Illinois are doing in response to the, um, you know, urging of the superintendent to not do this anymore. That is Chicago Tribune reporter Jennifer Smith-Richards and ProPublica reporter Jen, uh, Jody Cohen. Jennifer and Jody, thank you so much. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.